Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Down for the Count, our second episode of 2023. Uh, with me tonight, oh, by the way, I'm Alexis, and with me tonight, not only do I have Tiff, not only do I have Nicole, it is the return of Janae. She's alive. Peace up. It's like down. That. Right. <laughs> Wait, let me have my moment. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Guess who's back in the motherfucking town with two big old dicks for your mouth? Oh, no. Stop it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hello, everybody. I'm back in working school. I'm not high enough for any of this. <laughs> Speaking of high, let me pop an edible real quick. No, 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 because you can't handle it. No, <laughs> please. She just got back because she's on her bullshit already. You already had the food without it. It's so uh, oh my god. <laughs> We're going to have a conversation tonight. Um, It's actually something we've spoken about before, but we really haven't gotten any detail into and uh, kind of just generous question that y'all can leave your answer to on Twitter or uh, if we do a poll down here. Uh, is shock factors needed in modern wrestling? And if you guys don't know what shock factor is, good example is the promos that MJF has been cutting lately. Now, we are all pro MJF over here, but we, I, we've been on some shit lately. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I know he, and I was just telling the girls before we started to record, he said some off the wall shit before, but lately it's kind of pushing that boundary. What do y'all think? So he cut a promo Wednesday. And um, in the promo, he was talking about a girl. He described her as having beautiful brown, sun-kissed skin, gorgeous curly hair, brown eyes. <laughs> and he just went on this whole fucking rant about how she was beautiful. She gave him fellatio. Everything was great in the car. He hit the, the speed in the car. The car hydro plays. She's got blood all over her head. He's got blood on his hand. And he heard the cars coming. So he switched her into the driver's seat. And he sat in the passenger seat. And what he was doing was describing the lengths that he would go to. Okay? The level of his ruthlessness. Which I don't generally have a problem with. Okay? What I was having an issue with is why she had to be black. I was like, why couldn't she be one of the white girls that you could mess with? Why she couldn't look like your fiance? No shade to his fiance. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, why she had to be black? It's black. And on Black History Month. It's Black History Month. You couldn't give us a month. Like, generally, I don't have a problem with the promo. And usually I would, but I really don't. I don't have a problem with it because I understand where he was going with it when it got to the end. Because while I was watching it, I'm just like, what is going on? Because I feel like I missed something, right? Which oftentimes that happens watching AEW. I feel like I missed something. But he was just describing the lengths that he would go to to protect himself. It's a roundabout way of doing it, but the execution of the promo was to show, one, his ruthlessness. He will sacrifice anybody to keep himself protected. That was the point. If I just go out there and say, I'll do anything, anything to keep this belt, anything to protect myself, you're going to be like, yeah, okay, whatever. I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it, it was the point of him going through this whole spiel to get to that point. I don't mind promos like that when it lends to the story. When it works, right. it works. If it lends to the story or if it adds to the story, I'm fine with that because it's not real. 
So I don't have an issue with it. What I have a problem with is when it's off the cuff, it comes out of nowhere and it doesn't add or take anything. It doesn't give you anything to the story. It's just a weird ass promo. You're just like, well, what the fuck was that? Like, not nobody's saying that. In my opinion, I'm just like, damn. Like, you really are on some other shit. Like, that's, that's fucked up. You would literally sacrifice this girl. He said her lifeless body. So he either was dead or unconscious in the story. I'm like, damn, the girl is laid out. And you're just going to put her. I'm like, that's fucked up. That's fu- That's the only thing I got from it. Because this motherfucker is not going to do nothing to nobody. That white boy would barely hurt a fly. My whole thing is like he, he, MJF is known for doing the shock value kind of a thing or the shock factor kind of thing. It's just like sometimes it's like he, he's throwing in these things that has nothing to do with the storyline, but just to get people talking. Right. Which I don't have a problem with. Yeah. But it's like sometimes, yeah, but sometimes I don't mind it because that's like basic heel tactics to me. Right. Because like sometimes though it's 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 kind of like, did you need to do that though? Depending like this on like, the storyline of who he's going and what they're doing, yes, yes. That I but agree sometimes, with. sometimes it's like, like you said, what does that have to do with whatever you got going on over here in the ring? It's like, like unneeded. It's kind of like we think of TV seasons where it's like, okay, now the season should be over because now you're just doing whatever it is that you're doing and it ain't got nothing to do with any of the characters. I mean, fair. You mean Walking Dead like six seasons ago? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Supernatural like 40 seasons ago. Well, how long (laughs) can you tell the story of people being dead and y'all trying to escape? You got to change it up somewhere. And you think by then because like if it's going by real time, because they show how everyone ages, and then we're getting off the subject, but it's like, wouldn't have those zombies, like, from dragging their asses around, wouldn't they be, like, stumps at that point? All you'd have to do is just, like, kick them in the head, and then I fall know, over? Shit. Zombie more changes by who telling the story, so I don't yeah. know. This is the shit that keeps me awake at night. <laughs> uh-uh, I don't fuck with zombies. So I crazy. never really watched Walking Dead. I maybe watched... I tried what season it was i think they were like everybody's everybody hates chris was in it whatever oh, season i try to watch that was and they the were thing. like in like a hospital or school or something yeah that was the season that pissed a lot of people off and that actually and he died. yeah he did and like the most fucked up way and he just he yeah i think so died. yeah because that's when people started to get mad at the show when he died he didn't even deserve to die. And he went out in like one of the most gruesomest ways ever. And I'm just like, what the fuck he did to deserve that shit? Wait, how do we go from MJF to The Walking Dead? I don't, I don't know. It's my ADD kicking in. But, okay. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, it's like you... Uh, what's another... I mean, it's just like... It's it just way he took that out. But then it wouldn't have bugged me if like not even like just recently he did that promo against the uh, the wrestler. I just said his name. Fuck. Takashi? Takashi. And that people were on Twitter like, wait, what the fuck did he just say? Like, we know it's a work. We know MJF is not a bad guy in real life. But he's taking it a little too far. Like, I know people are like, Oh, well, you grew up in the Attitude Era. You should be used to shock factor. I don't think shock factors are necessarily needed in wrestling anymore. I disagree. Okay. I disagree because there is no more kayfabe. So you have to work twice as hard to get people to believe in it. So I disagree. I I see where you're going. Um, I mean, I'm, for 50, me, 50. I don't, I'm 50 50 with it yeah like I don't mind the shock back the shock value shock factor thing to a certain point like once you start going like to me over the line when it comes to certain things then I'm like okay this isn't this isn't 
one anymore. So it's like 50-50. It just depends on the story. If your story, like let's let's use okay, you got Rollins and you had um Riddle. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, the story with them was simple. Rollins didn't like the fact that Riddle was winning, he just didn't like the dude. We was clear about that. They had a fight, Rollins cheated, they got into it and kept being attack after attack. Well, after a while, what's gonna keep you interested in that story? Do you care? I mean, on one point, I'll watch it because it's Seth, but at the same time, I could give a less shit because it's Riddle. But that's my point. So when it got to the point where it was heightened and they was attacking each other, then Seth comes in and throws a whole fucking pipe bomb in there and just like, what else does she want to talk about my family? Let's talk about your family. He's like, well, wait, they don't want to talk to you no more because they don't want your bitch ass anymore. I was like, yeah, damn. To play devil's advocate, Riddle's ex-wife started that shit because she came after Becky's looks. That's outside of the story, though. So put yourself in the casual fan shoes. You're watching it. You don't know anything about that because just we follow it because we're wrestling fans. We know, but the casual fans don't know shit about none of that. All they know is what's being shown on screen. So when you look at it, it looks like that came out of left field. Like, damn, all he said was your wife. Well, he did say some greedy shit. He did, <laughs> he did say that Becky was the man in their relationship. So Seth's like, okay, you want to go low, then I'm going to hell. Yeah. And that's a shock factor because what it ended up doing is reinvigorating the feud to the point where we was interested, but where they fucked up and simpled out is with that damn fight pit match. That match sucked. I hated it. That fight pit was a mess. I understand what was happening. I'm like, what is this? I think was that was that the day that Judge that was the no, that's when breaking. There wasn't there a match that went over or something though. That's why I felt like rushed than it really needed to be. I don't know. It yes, something went over. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, because I remember like going, oh, man, this because I don't. I think it. No, I can't keep accusing Judgment Day. I get told I make fun of Judgment Day way too many times. But I want to say it was Judgment Day. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know, but I mean, it, I mean, okay, I get the shock factor that like casual fans or whatever, but I was thinking about this today and I was thinking of the acclaimed and how I love the right, but like when he said that shit about Julia, uh, Julia Hart, everyone was like, what the fuck? Why the hell do you have to say that about her? You know? But now they're out here saying scissor me daddy and everyone's wearing shirts that say it. It still grosses me out. I have to fucking say it. But, but they it also heard after that too. After that came out, they switched up their approach. So he tried the shock factor. The shock factor didn't work with him mainly because he was trying to do it every fucking week. Like Max Tyson was coming out there rapping with wire headphones on. Not spaghetti anything. Saying the wildest shit. Yeah, just anything that would stick. It was like throwing spaghetti at the wall waiting for the noodles to stick. Like before he figured out yeah. it was a for spaghetti. <laughs> like if that's the reason why that came to the way that it was. Had he had no, if he had had the proper training and the proper conversation from the best that they have in AEW, he might have gone about it in a different way and they would have gotten to this point a lot sooner. But because he was out there every week trying to pipe bomb, pipe bomb on everybody. And he can't rap anyway. That's my point. Like, it's different. But that's the whole point of the claim. Yeah, but like, it, that, that's the difference though. Like, you're talking about somebody like MJF where he's a little bit more precise with his shock value. So it's like that with his promos often he's going to cut deep on anybody who he's with which 
we're all aware of that. We know, but not every time does he grab the microphone and it's 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 bomb at the bomb at the bomb. It's it's a precision type of thing. I think when it comes to MJF, it's a problem with his booking, with the way that they book their storylines. The last time I remember hearing anything about MJF, I thought that he was on hiatus or injured or something. They hadn't mentioned him in so long. I was like, what is going on? Like, is he still there? Like, do he wrestle on a weekly basis? I hear more about Gabe than I do about MJF. And that's, and that's a problem. problem. And that's a problem because you don't hear about Jamie Hayter as much as you hear about Jay. And it's no shade to Jay because she deserves what she gets. Okay. Right. Every accolade she's acquired, every 50, you know, that's an amazing feat for you to be undefeated. Like, that's dope. No shade to Jay. This is just using her as the barometer. She's where you're measuring. So, like, at the top of the mountain, you got the women's title, the men's title, and then the secondary titles are under that. Your women's champion for the secondary title is higher than your current women's champion, Jamie Hayter. Now, that's no shade to Jamie because she just taken on a mantle that was already there. Right. And there's really nothing she could do. So, like... But, like, like, they built you, up that, um, what was that, that North Atlantic title? Yeah. And I forgot, Orange, I forgot Orange Cassidy and Pac. It was a really great match. I forgot they were champions. Like I saw Cash with the belt, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, now I remember." It's because they have him defending it on Rampage all the time, which I do understand and appreciate for uh, Rampage's aspects. So you can have some heat on your secondary show, right? But at the same time, have him still show up on Dynamite. Yeah, switch it up. That's what I'm saying. Segments. Like the biggest, yeah. Like the biggest problem is their book. I don't necessarily, and I'm not saying that MJF is all of this responsibility. I know that he isn't perfect, and I know that he hasn't been hitting like he should have. That's fine, because that happens. Sometimes they want people to be champion, they finally get to the top of the mountain, and they don't deliver the way you thought they could have. That's similar to how I feel about um, Hayden and Katana. I feel like while they were champion, they did not begin to to exhibit any personality. We didn't get to see anything other than they was rhythmless nation out there, and they got put on decent matches, but there wasn't nothing else to them. Well, I mean, look what happened. Look what happened at Vengeance Day. Uh, Fallon and um, I am so bad with names tonight. What's that? Yeah. They had more charisma. Ain't gonna forget cousin Kiana. Yeah. <laughs> like they, the two of them, they just got put together as a tag team, or at least for me, because I really haven't been watching or keeping up with NXT. No, and you're right. More, and they have more charisma than those two combined. No, and true. their story is so much more interesting. Correct. Correct. So the the biggest claim to fame for the tag, the former tag team champions was they had to fight to get here. They had to learn how to lose together in order to learn how to win together. That's great. But after a while, what is it that you bring to the table other than that? Because I'm not getting anything else from you. Y'all taught yourselves as the party girls, but how y'all born in party girls? One of these what? things are not like the other. Like, where did that come from? But I'm not saying it to be me. I'm just saying that's what happens. And I think one thing, there's about two or three factors to consider here. One, they pulled the trigger on NJF way too late. It was way too yes. late. Yeah. That's the first thing. Number two, I think that given the circumstances of NJF's title reign and who they have him competing against, he should have been on TV more often than he was or is. I don't remember the last time that he was on Dynamite and he actually talked about it. I don't remember. Like I get he just shows up. If they don't make it a, or when he does, they don't make it a big deal. That's not cool because he's your champion. Meanwhile, over in WWE, Roman's getting the fucking red carpet. You see him on Raw. You see him on SmackDown. Wow. We tell him to this week. We tell him. <laughs> But it's like, true. Hurry, like they like make him up. a big deal, as he should. Yeah, he's champion. He is an undisputed champion. And Alexis is right as well as Nicole. They give him 
the red carpet. They make sure that that is one of the key factors of knowing that he is there. They advertise it a day before the show's supposed to come on. When mm -hmm. Monday Night Raw is ready to come on and he's going to be on there, that shit is advertised on Friday. Okay? You either know about it the previous Monday or you're going to find out on SmackDown Friday that he's showing up on Monday's show. Right? Yeah. So Same thing with SmackDown. He showed up on SmackDown. You're going to hear about it on... I say you're going to hear about it on NXT. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're going to hear about it on Raw. Yeah. You're going to hear about it on the Bucks. He's going to promote it on their social media. Like, right. That's what I'm saying. It's a lot. It's more than just it being he hasn't been able to come to be live up to the expectation. Also, my thing too, though, with, with MJF is the fact that, like you were saying, they should have gave him the belt a long time ago. So but, as I was saying earlier, I feel like now they only gave him the belt because all that stuff that was happening, whether he was bullshitting to get, or whatever the case may be, it's like, now I feel like he, they only gave it to him because they didn't want him to leave, or some other shit like that. I think he's like, still want to leave. <laughs> yeah, I, I think when he was, when the hype of MJF was like a thing, that's when he should have gotten the belt. Not saying he's not hyped now, but in the, when he was like real, real hyped, that's when they should have given him the belt. Like a who year was and it? A half ago. Oh my God, who was it? A year it was and somebody. Ago. It was last year. Who was he facing? Also, they should give him the belt then. Who was it? It wasn't Fox. No, it was somebody before that. I feel like. What? Okay, so wait. And you had he had a couple opponents. He went up against Moxley multiple times. He went mm -hmm. up against Jericho. I think he went up against. Um, what did Jericho? Did he have a bloody dust match last year? Yeah, he. That's that's what it was because he was. Um, messing around with Jericho again and we were all like why the fuck is he not going for the title mm -hmm. why yes that's what it was again? no it was after that oh it was after I feel like it was Mox what Mox I, I felt like he should have got it how many times did he face Moxley D girl Mox was champion like twice in one year I don't fucking know that's fact. I ain't even gonna lie. You're right. Like Phil really fucked up a lot of shit for AEW. I'm not gonna lie. Well, AEW kind of did to themselves. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. They put all their they put all their horses when it came to Phil with him, and look how that fucking worked out. Your EVPs just came back, like what two months ago. Yo, oh, that carry on Wayward Son as their theme is a bop. I don't care what nobody says. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's just... I pop every time I hear it. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I mean, I enjoy a little bit of, like, a whole... Top five mayo bop. <laughs> I, I, enjoy a little, I enjoy the little oh shit moments of wrestling because I'm not, like, wrestling needs to be boring. Wrestling don't need to be fun anymore. Right. But it's like, to me, it's like, you shouldn't depend on doing that to, like, why the fuck is my brain not working today? Like, you, no, shouldn't use, you, like, you shouldn't use, like, cheap, shitty antics like that to try to get your character over with the crowd. Because while, yes, there are people who like heels, they don't necessarily have to like every single heel. Because that's what I'm kind of seeing. And I know we're talking about MJF a lot, but I'm using him because a lot of people, including myself, who used to ride really hard for him, are getting turned off by this. I mean, I've, I heard, him cut, I've heard him cut promos saying he's going to fuck everybody's mom, like calling people's sisters whores. Like, I've heard him say shit, but it's just lately he's like, he's, he, it, that would be like at least Roman gets involved you know like him and sammy and kevin and all of them are scrapping now he does that mjs don't do nothing and it's just like he's relying on cheap pete and i'm like dude you are so much better than this what the fuck i don't know i'm i'm i 
I I'm gonna say given given the territory, I don't think that's entirely MJF's fault. But I mean, look at look at how he's been booked as champion. This hasn't been good. No, his booking is awful. It's awful. Um, that's not fair to him. And then like Ricky start did him Ricky start finish their shit. Was he cutting that promo on Ricky? I don't know. They like like it like it, it no because it sent way right into Ricky's shit with Jericho. What? Yeah, that's because he him and like somebody else were tagging against Jericho and Guevara. And I'm like, wait, why why isn't he still on Max? This is what we wanted. Like people on Twitter were like blowing up. And I think it's real funny because AEW is like, oh, we listen to our fans. And I'm like, dude, this could have been your feud of 2023. And you let it no, because he was about to give a promo about it. And then Jericho came out and was like, blah, blah, you should join Inner Circle, all this shit. See, Ricky's a lot better than me because I break script and be like, oh man, I don't want to wrestle your saggy titty ass. Bring out MJF. <laughs> a lot better than me. Not the saggy titties. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. So when the Ass Boys won the tag titles, was there a storyline for them to win that? Or was that just was that just random? Yeah, no, it's been, yeah, no, it's been like an ongoing um storyline okay. between yeah. them because you know they used to be like all used to roll together. Yeah. And then like they and then obviously then they started not communicating well and then they broke off, obviously, from the ass boys, and then obviously, you know, issues with like whatever, like Sorry, I just think his dad being with the acclaimed and shit like that. Okay. But I they cheated though. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, here's a good example too. One of uh Billy, I swear to God, Billy Gunn's sons, he spit those kids out. Like, holy oh, that's shit. Bad. Like thanks. I don't know if his wife had anything to do with it, but he spit the man boys out. Like they are fucking carving copies of their dad. Um, here's an example of using cheap Pete. So uh, they were having, uh, not this week on Dynamite, but I saw the clip, it was from last week when Billy was confronting his boys. And as Billy's walking away, one of his sons said, Oh yeah, do what you used to do when we were kids, except this time you're not high on pills. Ooh. No, he did not. Yeah, he said that. And then when Billy Gunn went back in the ring, I don't know if his son is just that good of an actor or if he really regretted saying that because he did not look at his daddy. Like his daddy had to go, you look at me right now. I was like, oh, why am I in trouble? I didn't even do shit. I know. I mean, they cut, like, okay, they cut promos like that all the time. They did it with Sasha and Natalia, when Natalia attacked, well, Sasha attacked Natalia, like, they, (laughs) Ronda did it on uh, Nikki, Natalia did it on Nikki. They they cut promos like that all the time. And I'm not saying that it's it's okay for you to say stuff, but, like, what he said was a story. It, It wasn't, like, it was real. It wasn't a legitimate real thing that happened to a real person if he was saying that and it really happened and it was documented that it happened and he's now making light of it then i'd be like y'all should be pissed off but this is a story it's basically him just stretching it out so that you can know the extent of his mercy and how far he's gonna go to maintain himself at the top which is fine you know flex your wings you know whatever works for you you got to do something considering how you've been booked for the last year. Hasn't been great. So you need to do something. And he did something. Everybody's been talking about it. So it worked. Yeah, but it's just like, we know he can wrestle. We know he can wrestle. I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I just, yeah. fuck. I really wish my brain was working today. That would be fucking wonderful. I think you express yourself just fine. For you, the shock value and these kinds of promos don't necessarily work for you anymore. Right, and that's okay. 
Well, like, I'm just tired of seeing it because it's like, I'm thinking about like what the riot squad did when Jim Neidhart passed away. I don't like it when family members are mentioned, like when Sasha and Bailey were doing that with Lacey and her daughter. And I know y'all are like, well, they have to sign off on it. But I don't, I don't like that. I, I think because I always say wrestling evolves. You have to evolve with it or you're going to die. And I think like wrestling in 2023, they can come up with better stuff than like just like rehashing shit from like the Attitude Era. Like one of the best promos last year was EO and Asuka yelling at each other in Japanese. And like EO called her a bitch. And then they started fighting, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. You know, like it came out of nowhere. I mean, I just I don't think cheap shit like this needs to be in wrestling anymore. I am okay with it as long as it works in the story. I mean, I I find that sometimes you gotta do something to ruffle the feathers. You gotta do something to push it forward. Let's make it more current, okay? Paul Heyman just did it Monday. I'm gonna fight that. Oh, I was just about to say that. Just did it Monday. Like y'all, we was watching it all together. If you didn't see it, Paul Heyman was out there, and it started off innocently with Cody thanking Paul for being there for his family when they were down on hard times. Okay, Paul Mm -hmm. then took it as if, okay, Cody, you're making this difficult for me to do this, and I was like, what the fuck you talking about, bro? Cold Cut King went deep. He was like, okay, well, you know, I respect your father. I loved your father and I respect you. And, you know, your father told me that you were his favorite son. But Roman Reigns was the son he always wanted. And then he just dropped the mic like it was a mic drop type of shit. And I was like, hell no, Cody beat his ass. Whoop his ass. You miss. How could you bypass my trained and prep line? I don't care what no one said. I was fucking bars. When he, because as soon, because especially if you've like Mm. listened to a few um, of Cody's interviews where he's talked about like Dusty's relationship with NXT and how he feels about NXT. He's very, um, and he will admit it, he was like, I'm very bitter about it. Because obviously all these people were getting his dad's wisdom and his dad was very hands-off with him during his wrestling career. Because he, for whatever, whatever reason, even though, you know, he loved him. But that was kind of like his ire, and then I remember when he came back, and they were like, "Oh, will you probably where are you? Would you go down to NXT?" And he was like, "No." So that is something that is a trigger for him in actual real life, in a sense that he used. He a lot better than me because I would knock that fucking Morris on his fat ass so fucking quick. See, I would have been different. I just would have changed him because watching him run is funny. I mean, his fat ass basically was in the ring. Cody Man, he, was just like, he was mad. He was like, y'all been trying to make this just about the championship, but it seems y'all want to make it personal. So you could go back and tell your boy, Roman Reigns, that I will be taking those championships away from him personally. And he walked his ass up out of there. But I would whooped his ass. I'm sorry. But didn't, didn't, Cody, didn't Cody and Dusty kind of have a falling out for a while? They who? Didn't, like, in real life, didn't Cody and Dusty have a falling out, though? Um, I, I want to say yes, but I am not 100% sure. Because I, I, I hear was like, I was like, Dusty got other kids, so that's, I'm like, damn, just save the whole family. <laughs> No. Yeah, that's what he said. He used to hate that terminology because he was like, he, he has children. He has- Two of those children are in the industry also. Right. Oh my goodness me. Wait, sidebar. So they're, I thought they were going to like split the belts up. So they're actually just going for one unified belt again? For now, yeah. I don't think they're going to, they're not going to split them until the brand split. 
Did you win? A brand split, probably. Because I was figuring, I was like, or, I maybe they, they were going to split the belt. Or they're, or they're going to, or they might just make one championship because Cody said that he wants to carry the big eagle. So who knows? Or Cody could drop one of those titles and just keep the WWE championship. Like drop it to Kevin. As I said, I said drop. He should drop the universal title. Yeah. No, I think Kevin and Sammy are going to win those tag titles. They got to. I and think really Jay- I wanted Kevin to win that title so bad. Me too. <laughs> I wanted him to win so bad. But I mean, like, I know there was like some animosity between like Cody and and Dusty, and you know, I think maybe because, and we've talked about this before, that Cody was living in his dad's shadow. I mean, you hear rumors, but I can't. I'm not going to sit here and talk about the relationship between Cody and his dad because his daddy's not here to defend himself. If that makes sense. Really, yeah. the most part that we know is what's being shown on TV. Like we already know that Cody and his father had a relationship, and they had their issues like any other father-son duo would. But like we talked about before. Cody's biggest thing was living up to his father's expectations. And that's a real thing. So, like, when you watch that play out on television, and as long as they can deal with it mentally and emotionally, I am okay with that. Because sometimes a little bit of realism can just help push that story over. And that's why, to take it a step further, that's why a lot of things with Stone Cold Steve Austin worked out in his favor so much. Because Stone Cold represented the type of guy that was watching wrestling at the time. He was um, a loud mouth, foul mouth, beer guzzling dude that was country as hell. Like he looked, walked, and talked like an average white dude yeah. during that time. So they resonate with him a lot. That's a that's a realism factor that they shared. That's how he was able to get, get over because we're being completely honest. He was not the greatest wrestler. He no. wasn't no. that great at it. So when you're looking at people that are these massive icons and how they were able to get over, it worked for them because they they struck a chord in the fans. And with Stone Cold, it was his relatability. Another good that. example. Um, yeah. I watched um, Kind of Forever is on Disney Plus if no one's watched it yet. But what I was looking forward to, because I always loved the assembled. And you guys know what those are? Nope. Mm-hmm. No. So nope. on Disney Plus, um, after a Marvel project comes out, whether it be like TV, movie, um, whatever, an episode of Assembled comes out. And it's basically the entire behind the scenes. And it talks about everything from casting um how they casted certain people why they cast certain people um the productions um design and why they came up with certain things for pr- production signs um the vfx um that's the skirt changes literally everything you name it and it's so good like i love them so they that. just came out with one for uh wakanda forever and they were talking about um obviously with Chadwick passing like they were just talking about how obviously like our imitated life so much and then like Lit, uh, um, Leticia who plays Shuri was talking about like how she used what she was going through to also transform with her character and how that went hand in hand very good go watch it i love assemble that's that's my fate one of my favorite things on disney plus definitely cool. watch that but oh like- i started crying i started crying like three times and i started crying one instance with tissue started crying oh oh no i can't i'm already gonna cry when i watch the movie i can't i can't and i was like oh my crying. god it, that that one's hard to get through what kind of I think that's like the one Marvel movie up. I I still can't go back and watch Black Panther like the first one. Yeah, that's hard. You know I who I feel it. like that about? Hmm. Um, Anthony Bourdain. 
Yeah, I liked him. I cannot watch his stuff, which makes me so sad. Because those used to be, like, such my comfort shows. Same here. Especially, like, when I was, like, in college and stuff like that. And, like, early work life before he passed away. And now, like, I can't. He was one of those very few celebrities. Like, I don't even know if you want to call him a celebrity. But he was, like, one of those television personalities. Like, their death hit me, like, real fucking hard, man. I don't know. I mean, I just... Janae, do you got anything to say? Because, I mean, I know you haven't been here for a while, but what what, what do you think? Is your like... edible kicking? <laughs> <laughs> Why you're quiet? No, I mean, it's hard for me because since I've been doing school and working, I haven't been able to actually watch wrestling. So I just catch, like, the highlights going on Twitter or something I'll see on Instagram or YouTube. So it's kind of like... I kind of have to, like, base it on, like, the highlights, but I don't want to, like, get something wrong because I didn't watch the whole thing. And so here's a question for you. I Mm -hmm. think this would be perfect for you. So I want to put yourself as a casual viewer. Mm -hmm. Okay. With the clips that you've seen with Cody and Paul now, would that make you excited to go to WrestleMania to see that main event as a casual fan, sort of? Yes, it would. Just because I think, because Roman's a good wrestler, Cody's a good wrestler. I think the storyline that they're going with, obviously everyone wants to see Cody take that belt off him. Obviously he's going to. Um, But that being a main event, I think it would be really cool because I know like, has Cody ever been champion, like main champion before? No, um, no. So I think that uh, like, last the last one he was he was was NWA champion. So I think yeah, I think it'd be really cool. He was working on his champion that. too. Yeah, he was. Um, outside of WWE, he's been collecting belts, kind of like Matt Cardona, but like. In the E, he's only had what's he been tag team and in, in intercontinental. Yeah, because they let him bring back the old belt. Yeah, so that yeah, was so. It. So I think witnessing him getting that belt on like the grandest stage of all would be it'd be pretty cool. So that would be something like I would definitely be excited. I better about. see Brandy on that in that ring. <laughs> he's been trying. if he wins. Liberty and justice for all. I mean, like, if he wins. Um, But I do want to go to WrestleMania. That was, like, my plan, like, last year. Like, I'm going to save up money. I'm going to go to WrestleMania. I'm going to wow out. I'm going to get front row seats. And then, like, now that I'm, like, it's getting close to WrestleMania, I realize, like, money-wise, now that I have my own apartment and I got bills and I have to be an adult... Um, and I don't, I don't have a car, so the transportation from here to LA would be incredibly difficult. Um, it just wouldn't be feasible for me. Girl, I will pick you up. We're wearing a car. I told <laughs> you she was going to be out there. I told you she wasn't going to go out there and not come and see you. I told you to mm-hmm. text her so that you can, y'all can link up because I don't want you to be out there and you don't see her. Are you guys staying at a whole? Are you going to WrestleMania? Or are you going to the indie shows? She's doing everything. So I'm, I don't, I haven't flown this idea by my mom yet. So she might get upset. So my mom wants to go because she wants to go to LA. I don't think she realized how much non-tourist things that I mm-hmm. plan to do. So that's the first part. Second part is I forgot all the Thursdays. Not Fridays anymore. Originally mm-hmm. booked our flights to fly out Friday, but I changed mine early. So she'll be technically flying by herself there. So like if you don't if you don't have the money to go to Mania, you can still do the activities surrounding Mania. Like they're going to Wale Mania yeah. and they're going to Yeah, because one at, on, we're not going to we're not going to Mania both days. Okay. So once it gets closer, that's when we're going to decide. But we're all like, okay, we're going to go to the main. We're going to one day we're going to go to Mania. 
And like this, I was talking to Trey about one day we're going to go to Mania, I think like Seco and Brittany said, I do the same thing too. We'd go one day and then the other day we'll do a watch party. Right. Which I think okay. is smart because you're going to be exhausted. Mm-hmm. Which I think honestly, too, right? the watch, I think we would probably, yeah. I want to go to I want to go to GCW show for obviously and also for Alexis. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I really want to go to Bloodsport, but I I don't know if my flight's going to get. I don't like how it's always I don't like that. Wait, when's uh, WrestleMania? It's very very April first and second. Uh, what is it? I know I just read. All right, wait, when are you going to try to get to California? Is it going to be like the day before April 1st or? Originally the Friday. I'm flying out Thursday. So what day that is? That's way before the first. Because I know Impact in New Japan. And then there's that brunch thing possibly. In LA. I fly at 30th. The 30, okay, because I know, yeah, Impact and New Japan is having a show together in LA. I know, I saw that. And I was like, that would be pretty cool, I but I think know. that was it a 28. Also, was like, I don't know if I'm going to do as much since uh, Mania is going to be in Philly next year, okay. and I have more money to do stuff there, and then also I have uh, a bachelorette party. That's oh no, that means I'll just have to go to WrestleMania for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I wanted to like save some certain stuff for Philly because I know, like, price wise, we'll be do- able to do more. Yeah, because them tickets out here are going to be hell. And like, it won't be such like a break of bank. Yeah, yeah so that's why I was like, I. You can go to the watch party if you don't, if you can't afford it. Because I could totally understand that. Yeah, I told you, we're, one of the nights we're going is a watch party. Yeah. You go to the watch party and go to the surrounding stuff that they go to and still experience mania. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. Um... I'll just see. I'll just probably call out from work because they did me dirty. They so fuck Walmart. They doing me dirty with my uh my paid time off anyway. They gonna cash all hundred and something hours of my paid time off out. Ooh. So, what? Yeah, that's cool. That's another story for off the 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 podcast. But yeah, right, I have hundred right, and something right. hours of paid time off, and they're gonna cash everything down to zero. Why? I don't don't we're all upset because it's like we use that time so like if you're sick, you use your paid time off to cover the eight hours that you can't come into work. And I'm just like, if they're gonna cash everybody's paid time off out and everyone's down to zero, if someone gets sick and they can they call out, they don't have time to cover it. So they would actually get a point. And if you accrued over five points, you get fired. It sounds like they're trying to cut back on their employment, on their labor. But they yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. because what they ended up, what they had to do because of California raising the wages, now everyone has to get at a minimum seventeen dollars an hour. There it is. I was just like, that's bullshit. So I was like, you know what? Fuck them. I'm gonna call out. So I'd be down to uh, go. Like we can figure out because driving all the way up here might be a pain in the ass. I think it's like an hour and a 15 drive. Um, maybe I can like meet y'all halfway or something like that. Okay. So yeah, we'll, we'll like figure it out. <laughs> they don't need to know about your Walmart stuff. They don't need to know. We're, gonna leave, we're gonna leave a good majority of this in because I think we kind of, I know the topic was kind of weird tonight, but I just miss talking to you guys on the show, okay? <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
like so much shit happened and then we couldn't make shows about it and then i get my fucking class schedule and it's like homework 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 and it's like no social life i can't did we talk about rumble yeah we did a whole podcast for rumble did we yeah. And it was us three. We did a whole show on it. Oh, uh, that is yeah. right. That is right. <laughs> I haven't seen a pay-per-view in because I'm because like the pay-per-views are on Saturday now, and my off days are now are Thursday, Friday. And so the Saturday, funny I, thing is for me. No, sorry, go ahead. Oh, and I was saying, so Saturdays when the pay-per-views come on, I want to watch it, but they start at least five o'clock over here. And by that time, I'm asleep because I have to go into work later that night at 10. And it's like, I've missed watching the pay-per-view. And then I'm kind of like, after the fact, I'm just like, oh, I really don't want to have to sit there and watch it now because it's like over with, it's not in the moment. And then I get really like petty and like, no, fuck that pay-per-view. So I, I haven't literally have not watched a pay-per-view or wrestling and it sucks in a really long time. Well, I'm gonna be honest with you, Janae. This much with Rumble. Okay. I mean, Rumble was pretty predictable. It was it was extremely predictable. It had its elements of being fun. And then the end. The end of the rumble was like watching a mob movie with one of the enforcers turn on the, the big duck yeah. guy yeah. and then they beat him up for it. And then the side yeah. the other boss comes in to stop him. It, it's kind of like that. You know, <laughs> you know what you know what's weird to me though, but it literally might might just me. Obviously, both NXT and regular WWE pay-per-views both come on Saturdays now for the most part. Why does it feel like the NXT ones come on the most inconvenient time, though? Because you know, yeah. I feel like when, because I always, it's like a, they do like the most inconvenient time of the month. Like for Royal Rumble, I like worked that day, but I still was able to watch a good chunk of it, oh, sorry, at work on my phone and not really miss too much because the only thing I really missed was the one-on-one matches and I didn't really give two shits about them too much so it was whatever but I feel like NXT stuff comes on when I'm like on vacation or I have a concert like or is that just me no now that you say it that's true yeah because I remember the last time because y'all kind of convinced me to watch Vengeance Day because I was bored. But like the last major like NXT show I remember it was like NXT versus the world or something like that. And it came on at like two o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. Like some really weird, oh, weird ass time. Uh... It came on at like two o'clock in the afternoon. And I remember it was like last year because I was doing like stats homework with it playing in the background and I'm just like because like Daryl turned it on and I'm like what the fuck how late is it why are you not at work if NXT is on like you know it I don't I don't like it because before it was like when they had one of their big shows they would have it like the day before so like if Rumble was on Sunday they would have NXT on Saturday now that I think that the shows are on Saturday, it's kind of messing around with the NXT schedule. Ooh, Nicole, can we go see Midget Wrestling? No. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. yes. Now, there's the micro leagues that um, I think is called the micro leagues or micro wrestling. Actually, I don't know. They come into Toledo often, and it's so... Oh, I think it's like, like I always send Tiff videos so of these micromania wrestlers and they travel everywhere and, he, and they'd be like Ivar the Great and he's like and he's like two feet tall. It's so good. Yeah. She is and so like, annoying. I, I love Jamaica. I love it. Like, it's three o'clock in the morning. Dude, there's a 
there's, like, a, there's, there's little people wrestling. One of them dressed like Michael Jackson. I was like, Janae, what is going on? There's a, there's a baby a cosplay wrestling federation. Oh. Jeez. I just want to see baby Brock Lesnar. Please, oh, God. And there's a small Literally. version for all of them. There's a small um, Stone Cold. It's all. Oh, I was like, please. Can I see a mini Seth? That would be yeah. hilarious. I'm sorry. There's no, one dude who's like a Native American There's one dude who's like a midget. Um, what was the dude? Uh, he always had the cane in his hand from ECW. Um, he always... Sandman, is that his name? The oh, Singapore cane? Yeah, he was an ECW. Yeah, that's like, Sandman. Yeah, there's like a mini Sandman. Oh my god. There's like a mini Kofi. It's great. What? Yes, it is. No. Yeah. It's You're so lying. good. It's either yeah, some yeah. so good. You're lying. It's so good. How is that not copyright infringement? I think I'm just dressing up. Ain't worried about it, I guess. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, all right, y'all. Look, y'all can tell us in um on Spotify they have a section where they have multiple choice and they got questions. Y'all can answer the question: Do you think that shock value is necessary in wrestling anymore? Y'all can let us know how y'all feel, and we'll make sure we talk about it. Just to make sure everybody's comments are heard the next time we do the podcast. Ooh, so our which Supercard of Honor is going to be in LA too. I also appreciate the Black Panther release because I almost forgot how hot Teenage Huerta, however the hell you say his last name is. It's like, oh, oh. I, I forgot for for 20 minutes. Let me wait to that. he dresses like someone's teal though like it's so ugly like (laughs) like when he's like not like dressed by a stylist it is atrocious look celebrities can't dress themselves without a stylist half the freaking time it's atrocious then please always keep one hired Keep one on standby on call. I will style you. I'm gonna say, do you have a list of all the independent shows happening? No. Um, I'm gonna send you a list. I wait till I wait till someone does that for me. There's this one girl I follow, and she does it every year that she goes, but I don't think that she's going this year. I just sent it into the uh, group chat all the events that are happening. Um, all the indie shows yeah. are happening at WrestleMania, and it has the prices and everything for the tickets. Today's that friend when you go on a road trip, she's got everything planned out already, like her whole interior. Like, like where we're going to question for y'all, and then we can go. Never like, nobody's excited but about going to WrestleMania in Philly. I am for the travel purposes, right? But, like, I'm going to go out. Is everybody okay with Maria being in Philly next year? If, if there's a Philly standing, if they win the Super Bowl this weekend. I mean, I'm not going to Philly, so you know. Um, That's how I feel about SummerSlam in Detroit. Bro, SummerSlam was in freaking Nashville, and I still didn't. Yeah, everyone and people or like the people like didn't like it. Like they said, the show was good, but like the area and like how seating was, they were like it was just like it was just like not it. Like Nashville wasn't like the vibes. Yeah, I mean you gotta be careful when you get outside of Nashville because they make it all touristy in one section, and then like don't go out after a certain time at night if you get my drift. I had a really yeah, so bad they- experience in Tennessee. Like we went there and we um booked this Airbnb. And I kid you not, I literally had to sleep with the light on because for some reason 
I was so anxious in that house. Like I just, I was scared and I couldn't sleep. Nothing. Like I just felt like something just didn't want me there. Oh, it's oh, probably haunted. God. Yeah, that's probably haunted. I was, like, haunted. I was like, I need to go. Like I need to go. So I did not sleep at all. Uh, I just, I don't know. Like, but um, all serious though. Like to the people in Philadelphia, if anyone listens to our show. Um, we all know that the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl this year. Um, I'm not really going to watch it, but may the best team win. But we all know how y'all get in Philly when you win shit. I'm already seeing people on TikTok saying like their work, like their works are, or their places of employment are getting fucking plywood and like ready to close down this weekend. So in case some major shit goes down. Well, damn. Um, dude, did you not? Dude, look it up, man. It's scary because, like, someone released the phone calls. Like, people were putting into the uh, Philadelphia Police Department last time they won, and it was like war zone fucking sound effects in the background. I love that for filling. It's all they got, so I'm just gonna let them have it. Because we all know the flyers. I have, I have a slight appreciation for Philly because for some reason I have like a bunch of Philly influencers that come up on my TikTok. Mm. And so like I see stuff from it. I was like, oh, this is cute. Like this looks like something I like can go to right now or like, or I have something like similar to that, like where I live at, where I'll be like, oh, that looks like somewhere I've been to Columbus. Like, it's just like, it's like feels really familiar to me. I'm a Tampa Bay girl and we, we don't like the Eagles and they don't like us. So kind of goes both ways. We, I don't like them for what they did to one of our Bucks players, but we beat their asses in the Super Bowl and we may never been able to live that shit down ever since. <laughs> bastards i'm petty so there's that but everyone in philly be safe this weekend and anybody else got anything else to say Um, nope tiff nicole yes you guys got any words of advice or sage wisdom before we go um thousand pound best friends um newest episode is on if you watch that show who watches love them girls doesn't don watch that with you or something he watches the slayton sisters which i'm very upset because blink show i want yeah i'm trying to figure out if tammy still lives in toledo my friend literally is obsessed with them. Like, like there's like, there's so, I don't know why everyone, so many people here were already so obsessed with them. He was like, I DM'd her and was like, hey, Tammy, I hope you're doing good at rehab. If you need like a ride, let me know. Oh, no. <laughs> please. And oh he was God. like, and he sent like another one. I was like, hey, Tammy, if you're not doing anything this week, let's meet up for lunch. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, we're good, right? I'll do an yeah, outro for us. Yeah, we're good. <sighs> Thank y'all so much for listening. We will be coming back to you next week it was so sweet to have all of us together once again the gang has returned to full capacity and it was so much fun just catching up with the girls and really making sure that we give you guys some quality content now this episode was focused on the topic at hand in the beginning but we do what we always do which is have a conversation like we're just having good old chat you know catching up 
and top of other topics come up as we began to have these conversations so i hope you guys enjoyed it um we really love talking to each other and bouncing off of each other we are all four different people in different places and it just really creates an awesome conversation so we're glad Janine is back we can't say for sure that she's going to be back on every episode but i'm going to try to get her to come back at least once a month make sure that she sticks to that at least once a month we have the combo and we just make it like a little hour just a little short hour and then she can go ahead and you know go back to bed because you know Janae works honey but anyways you guys make sure that you follow us on our socials the girls are always available through the social media accounts at down for the count 19 on twitter is our most active social media and that's where you're going to get a lot of the live tweeting of most of the wrestling shows and ple's from many different companies um and then we have our instagram which is at d4tc underscore podcast that's where we just have the you know most of the main stuff posted and tweet and make sure we see you know stuff like people leaving people being hired things of that nature or even something somber as a passing away but Twitter is your most active place, so if you find us, go to Twitter, follow us, and you'll see live tweeting of Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, NXT, even AEW, and so many more. Like, they tweet just about everything, so go on over there and check us out and make sure that you guys rate us on whatever platform you're listening to the show and make sure you share us. This is going to help us be a little bit more dedicated to the podcast in terms of making money. And if we start making money, then, well, (laughs) the show will definitely pick up because it'll be our job. But we still appreciate doing this labor of love for all you folks. So we'll see you guys in the next one. And um, thanks for listening. Bye.